Thank you all so much for clicking on today's Dallas Cowboys Report video. I am your host, Tom Downey. We will dive into some rumors. No Dak today, because I'm tired of it. But if you want to stay on everything going on around the Cowboys, news, rumors, trades, free agency, drafting, yeah, Dak Prescott as we move forward, hit that big red button and subscribe. That way you don't miss out on all the great videos we'll have for you guys this offseason. Let's start with Patrick Peterson, because many of you have asked about him already. I'll give it two stars, and there's quite a bit to dive into as it relates to Peterson, and in general, Cowboys free agency, right? There was a report from Matt uh, Verderamia fan side that he's gone, He's not. the, the two sides are going to part ways, it's over. Peterson, though, has just recently said, that was a dirty rumor, there's no truth to it. Either way... I do think there's a very good chance Peterson leaves Arizona. Some background here. Peterson got suspended a couple years ago. He wanted Arizona to redo his deal to make his base salary fully guaranteed as a signing bonus to save him money. Arizona didn't do it. I think that led to some issues. And to be quite honest, Peterson is not the same guy he was in his prime. Look at this production. It's not horrible. He's still a good football player, and he was tasked with covering you know, wide receiver ones pretty frequently. But not the same guy. This is not the Patrick Peterson who at one point was arguably the best corner in the NFL. Now, he can recapture some of that glory. That's why I'm interested. But we also know this. The big names always get linked to Dallas by somebody. Historically speaking, it's not the route the Cowboys organization has gone. And there's even some whispers that Peterson might move to safety in the near future. If you can get him at the right cost, which is always a big deal, and the cost always seems to be just too high for the Cowboys, I'm interested. Because I think a Diggs-Peterson pairing on the outside could be really intriguing. Like, if Peterson has a bit of a bounce-back year, I feel great about that secondary. So, I would explore it. I think he kind of falls in the same bucket as a Richard Sherman to me, an older player who doesn't have that much time left, but is still going to be able to help you. Just depends on how much money he wants. So, do you want to sign Patrick Peterson? Get your votes in here. Type in Y for yes or type in N for no. This is the pinned comment on today's video. So if you get the ad break here on YouTube, scroll on down, get your votes in, and help me feed my family. Let's talk mock draft now. I almost made this an entire video. Maybe next time I will. I got a bad Cowboys mock draft for you guys. Four stars on this one. I focused on it because NFL.com did a pretty bad job on this one. So we'll break down all four of their First three round picks, right? Beginning with number 10 overall, Gregory Russo. Caleb Farley was on the board. Think about that. Caleb Farley was there, who fills a much bigger need, is a much better prospect, and NFL.com's Chad Reuter, writer, whatever it is, it's Chad Wronger, gave him Gregory Russo. He had great production in 2019. The development does not match his tools yet. Taking Russo at 10... I would hate it. I, I would be very unhappy unless the board falls in the weirdest way possible or if other guys end up having off-the-field concerns. So Russo goes in round one. Okay, let's get him a corner, right? And they do. It's Keith Taylor out of Washington, who I will be honest, I am not done with all of my corners. I do not think Keith Taylor is going to be a top 100 guy for me. He has the size teams want. But he wasn't actually that good at Washington. He is not the best corner on his own. That was clearly Elijah Molden. All right? 
zero career interceptions. I get he fits the size and length the Cowboys like, but Greg Newsome from Northwestern was there. Aaron Robinson from UCF. Asante Samuel. Jabril Cox. Davion Nixon, DT from Iowa. Alex Leatherwood was still there. So I got a overhyped edge who doesn't fill my biggest need, and then a reach of a corner in round two. Guess what, folks? It gets worse. Brevin Jordan, the pick in round three. I hate it. I hate this pick. I look, I like Jordan the player. Solid tight end prospect. Why am I spending a top 80 pick on a backup? And by the way, Richie Grant was on the board because Richie Grant barely went in round three. Taking a tight end in the first three rounds, especially if it's not named Kyle Pitts, I hate that idea. Why am I drafting a backup? I got all these needs on defense. I'm taking a backup tight end? Because, like, like, is he going to start in year one over Jarwin or Schultz? Probably not. Why are you going tight end, Chad? What are you doing? Terrible pick. Then to wrap things up here, the final third round pick, Brady Christensen out of BYU. I don't hate this one. Although, in all honesty, Baron Browning and Aline McNeil were both there. This is fine, I guess. He might have to move to guard. It's not the best value, but at least it fills somewhat of a need as a potential left tackle of the future. You could have walked out of this draft just based on the way Chad had fallen. You could have taken Caleb Farley. You could have gone Alex Leatherwood in round two, Richie Grant in round three, and then either Baron Browning or Aline McNeil in round four. That's a home run draft instead Chad over here made bad picks. So you guys, great NFL.com's mock draft. I'm going to give it an F. I, maybe, you, maybe I'll be nice and, and do a D. I hate it. I, I disagree with every single pick that was made. The best one was the last one. That's not very good. So I was not a fan, but get your votes in. A, B, C, D, or F. Now, if you don't want to have some failure this uh, upcoming Valentine's Day, head over to Pro Flowers. Use that link, chatsports.com slash flowers, and you will save 15% off all flowers and gifts. And that's just the gift part. It's important because flowers are kind of like the bare minimum these days. Like, you got to do more than just the flowers or else your wife or girlfriend or significant other, whatever it is, is not going to be too happy with you. And if you go with, say, the sweets package, for example, you win too. Because then you get to have some as well. Like, who doesn't like chocolates or candies? There's plenty of options there. So I'm going to put this link for you guys in the comments and in the description. That way, all you guys have to do is click and go shop and save yourself hassle and time and even some money as well with Pro Flowers. It's chatsports.com slash flowers. More draft talk here. How about Caleb Farley to the Cowboys? Two stars on this one. And I wanted to give it more. So PFF's Mike Renner uh, said on his podcast that Farley to the Cowboys is going to happen. And then Farley shared that post, by the way, to his Instagram story. So we're back with the IG side of it. Now, Renner later clarified that it was a little bit like of an out-of-pocket comment. And he wasn't, like, guaranteeing it. But you know what? I'm on board. I love me some Caleb Farley. I think he fits perfectly what this Dallas Cowboys team needs and what they want. Farley is my number one cornerback this year. He has great ball skills. He's athletic. He's long. And by all accounts, he appears to be in shape after sitting at the 2020 season for Virginia Tech. And I want someone who can fit well with Diggs. Having a more athletic corner opposite him, I think makes a ton of sense. Now, his worst game by far in his career came against Travis Fulgham way back when, for uh, when he was at Old Dominion. 
But you know what? Since then, he's been really good. And yes, sitting out a season, red flag, concern, I get that. But I think he has everything you want in a potential top flight corner. I think a Farley-Diggs combo, although young, and although it will be prone to some mistakes and some flaws and just being a, a younger grouping, I that's a very promising one-two punch at corner. If I can get Farley at 10, I'm going to be a happy camper. I, think, I did not think we were going to get Lamb last year at 10. If I can get, or in round one. If Farley's there, that's the guy I want unless like Penny Sewell's on the board. So who do you guys want the Dallas Cowboys to draft? Is it Farley? Is it Sertan? Is it somebody else altogether? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Some of you have asked about it, and it's because it's Jason Lockin' 4. I have to bring it up. Trade for Russell Wilson. Eh, wrong. Next question. Fake news on this one for lots of different reasons. Now, NFL teams appear to have called about trading for Russell Wilson. Seattle said no, and they're not going to do it. Despite what Lockin' 4 says, oh, well, what about the Cowboys? It's not going to happen. So if you want Russell Wilson, do not get your hopes up. There's a lot of reasons why the answer is no here. Number one, and it comes down to money, right? If the Seahawks were to trade away Russell Wilson, they're already paying him 32 on the cap this year. It would balloon to 39 million. It adds an extra seven. Seattle's not going to do this. And maybe you go, oh, but Tom, what if they threw in Dak as part of a deal? So your plan now is that Seattle's going to take on Dak and pay him. Seattle can't do that paying Russell Wilson $32 million or $39 million in dead money. This is not going to happen. Because Seattle cannot take on Dak Prescott's contract with paying Wilson so much this year, even if they trade him. And you know what else? You're going to throw a bunch of draft picks that way? Just pay Dak at that point. Or move, move up in the draft for somebody younger. This is simply not going to happen. So do not get your hopes up. Please do not DM me on Twitter. I'll just send you this video. A Wilson to Dallas trade, it's not happening this season. Zero percent chance, plain and simple. 